0: Good talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, and your other guy, Robert, When the tiny table in the big room, coming big at you once again
1: room. with a good talk. All right. All right. Hey,
0: the ladybugs are alive today.
1: They're, they're vibing. They're not dead yet. They're having a great
0: time. <laughs> coming in from the ladybug cam. Come, <laughs> we all. should have a lady ladybug cam. Camera. Yes, oh ladybug gosh. cam. We we'll get a little GoPro that sits up in the corner of the window, and they just we get a live feed of the ladybugs all day.
1: <laughs> just twenty-four hour feed on YouTube. <laughs> ladybugs, watch the ladybugs. Oh people gosh. would tune in and watch it too. The That'd be great. People
0: tune in some of the weirdest things though. They I feel really like, do. Oh man, we should start that. Like the the ladybug live feed, and then we just like every now and then we put like different pieces of cheese up yeah. there and see if they react to it. Yeah. See what they do. Take I votes. would react to it. I would eat the cheese. Uh, Beauty. I would come. I'd be
1: like, I couldn't watch that. I'd be like, uh, "Geez, I'm there." What uh, brings that begs the question. Like, isn't it so awkward? Like, not awkward, but strange. Determining what goes viral.
0: I was about to say, like, why? What? Why? Why are we intrigued by weird things mm. or like silly things or things that are just God? Off why the did you wall? make us weird? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, what? What is that? Like, what? Did, I don't know what determines mm. viral. I think yeah. just enough people catching it at the right time maybe yeah. and it's just like super odd and intriguing yeah and crazy mm. so i
1: have a question oh a real let question. me show you this video okay i don't know if we can show it to the students what um no no no, no. like it would be cool if they could see what, okay. we're, what we're about to talk about well i guess we'll
0: probably have to at this point maybe screen record your phone okay or something and then we can drop it
1: down Below. <laughs> okay so here's a couple videos a couple okay. a couple videos so we'll watch this one first all right and all then right. you give me hit that one and watch it and give me your reaction all right do i need to hear yeah this? just well no not necessarily okay oh
0: my gosh <laughs> whoa <laughs> what happened to that guy what happened like what went
1: wrong uh, dude so good like i can't stop watching it. i know right speaking of addicted oh to things that you shouldn't want to watch but then you're just like mesmerized by it like and just first, like captivated
0: like first his entire like <laughs> clips something he straight up hits a tree i back know there. he does
1: okay now here oh my all right hold gosh! On. let me show you another one here um <laughs> watch this one the with the girl okay all right. all right we'll play all these for you guys so you can see them <laughs> Why did she just let go? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. <laughs> like, just let go of it. Like, what do you do? <laughs> I don't like, know. Like, do
0: you think this one was staged? Like, do you think well, that they knew? It was, I like, was
1: wondering about that. I was like, this has got to be staged. There's no way she just held on for that. All right. One Unless
0: more. if like the guy, the filming was like she doesn't realize the power that's behind this hose. Like All right,
1: this one, the bottom one, the bottom one. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! That hurt. And he's done. Look oh at him. My he's gosh, just done. He probably broke his collarbone on that one. I think it knocked him unconscious. Actually, oh yeah, he probably did hit his head there too. God, oh. yeah.
0: Uh oh, see, if I watch stuff like that too long, like it gives me like, oh, like a cold pain you just feeling. Feel bad. Oh, I, mm. I hate it. Oh.
1: <laughs> I forgot the first one. Let's <laughs> see you watch it again because <laughs> <laughs> he just disappears i mean i've heard he that like mount, mount, mountain biking is
0: like legit like very dangerous like if you don't know what you're doing like you should not be mountain biking like at least when it comes yeah. to some of those like trails like because it's it's a it's a real <laughs> deal out there
1: and then the so- it is a real deal like mountain biking it can be tough the soccer one watch okay. the soccer one this one's just it's just kind of stupid
0: Wait, so did they play spin the bottle and it picked him? Yeah, and then whoever it picks
1: is the shooter and everybody else has to run to try to get away. That is such a good idea. We should play that in youth. I I was thinking about it. I was like, how can we orchestrate this type of game in youth?
0: You do it with, like, a Nerf gun.
1: Well, you don't have to. Or you can just do, like, a dodgeball. Yeah. And, like, you spin it. And everyone has to run to oh the wall and try to get to the wall before they get hit. Oh, we should do that next week.
0: That would be so funny. It'll be a
1: lot of fun to do that in youth. <laughs> so, anyways, go back to the uh, – let's go back to this one. And then I have a question that maybe will spark okay. something that we're going to discuss. This one right here.
0: Gosh. Ugh, that's every time. So, we're going
1: to show that to you guys so you can see it. Okay. And then the question, I guess, I have from that. Okay why do we like to watch people (laughs) (laughs) leave? That is question one. What is in us that likes to see other people hurt? No, that's not really the question, even though that is a question. So, you know, I, I have a lot of experience with horses. I grew up, you know, in the mountains, and we had horses. We owned horses. I, I worked on a ranch where we broke horses and we did other things. And I had a lot of accidents. I you had know, very I was, little
0: experience with horses. Yeah, okay. <laughs> great.
1: But every time I had an accident with a horse, like whether I, it's these rocks in my head from where I got bucked off, I mean, so I so weird. I man. got uh, a horse got spooked and bucked me off, and my boot got stuck in the stirrup, and then it took off running, and I just got cut. Like, from my pelvic all the way up to my throat. Like, he dragged me across a uh, cornfield and across a dirt road.
0: Are you not, like, scarred up in there?
1: No, they weren't deep enough to scar. My parents took me to the ER, and the doctor at the ER was like, there's nothing we can do for him. Just let him lie on the couch and heal. Because I just had to lie on the couch for two weeks. So my point is this, is every time I had an accident like that, my dad was always like, you've got to get back on. Because if you don't get back on, you're going to fear this for the rest of your life, and then you're going to miss out on something that you could potentially enjoy or something that might be important. So my question is, because there's a lot of this that happened over the last two years, whether it was disagreement or whether it was maybe this wasn't handled right or whatever, church is made up of people. Mm -hmm. What do we know about people? They're not perfect. Yeah. Or imperfect people. Yeah. And people are going to make mistakes. So like the guy, do you think he ever got back on a mountain bike after that?
0: My assumption is that he's probably a professional. Now, in that moment, he probably did not look like a professional, <laughs> but I bet he is a professional. So I would think he got back on, or at least he's he's an avid mountain biker. Okay, I would think that he's out there. He knows what he's doing. He just had a bad moment.
1: Okay, I would assume. So the question is, if things don't go according to plan at church, mm. somebody does something that hurts you. Somebody does the it, like that video. It does, That's not the desired outcome. Clearly, yeah. that's not what he was shooting for. <laughs> he was shooting for a record time on that downhill course yeah. or whatever. It was so. So the question is, how do you power through the mistakes, mm. maybe not even caused by you, but caused by someone else that hurt you? Because I'm sure he got hurt. Yeah. That did not look fun. How does he push through the pain of that to continue on doing what he knows he's supposed to do? I think you just leave the church and you don't follow you God. Don't. Oh! I'm, just, I'm,
0: kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's no. not, That's not that what, you, not do what you do at <laughs> all. That's the worst answer, oh of course. Oh, <laughs> my gosh.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. What do you do? I think that you have to realize that uh, p- people are not contingent on your plan.
1: You know what I mean? Like the or way- your plan's not contingent on people. Yes. Okay. Okay, say you you know
0: I mean? yeah, like Like, Yeah, like your plan uh, is your plan. And mm. so, like, what outside circumstances and outside people and outside perspectives, like, they should not change the plan. Mm. Now, there are things that they can do that can make the plan more difficult, and it might not come out in ways that maybe you saw it for yourself. But, mm-hmm. like, your reaction to my life should not determine how I live for my plan of God. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and so, like, if you do something to upset me, I shouldn't leave the church. Well, I think <laughs> I, there's
1: this misconception that we can only worship together if we agree on everything. Mm. And over the last two years, I've seen departures from the church because we disagree about this or we disagree about that. And it's like you have your own set of beliefs outside of the Word of God. Now, yes, we agree. Absolutely. For the most part, we should on what God's Word teaches us. But what happens when we disagree? How do we push through the pain of that disagreement Mm -hmm. so we can still walk together, so we can still worship together, so we can be in a room with maybe people we disagree with about politics or we disagree with about Cultural things and movies and this and that and hobby stuff. Yeah. How do you fellowship and worship with people like that when you are so hurt by what you disagree on? Mm.
0: At least for me, I believe that you have to start seeing people the way that God sees them. Mm. You know, like like you and I are very different, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, we have a very strong commonality. Mm. You know, we Mm. both believe in God, we both follow God, we both desire to please God, and even though we might have some disagreements, the commonality is stronger than that, and it should be stronger than that, and we should be willing to work past those issues, or at least learn to be civil, knowing that there's a disagreement or yeah. a difference. You know what I mean? Now yeah. I think that there are some unaccessible things that that like, hey, we shouldn't tolerate that kind of behavior for sure around other people and like, or even you, around us. You know in what our I mean? life. Yeah, like you shouldn't tolerate someone someone's that's, being
1: abusive right
0: someone that is being very
1: mentally physically yes, emotionally abusive
0: anger outbursts mm-hmm. you know physical manipulative right deceptive mm-hmm. deceptive. You know, deceptive we yeah. should not tolerate that behavior and we should definitely talk about that behavior but at the same time we cannot excommunicate in mm-hmm. and, and try to push away uh, people because God loves people yeah and those people are important
1: to God too yeah and um, See cuz I see in the scriptures in John 10:10 10, 10, we both know this scripture but it says that the thief comes to steal to kill and destroy mm-hmm. but I have come to yeah. give life and to give it to you in abundance. And I believe that the word of God in in particular parts is really written in sequence. You know, like the, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, you had the revelation about the truth, away the way in life, yep. which is a fantastic truth. I so stole it. I'm using it everywhere. You know. <laughs> no, I've been saying yeah. it all the time now. Because it's a wonderful revelation. Yeah. And I believe that some stuff is listed in sequence like that. So you go back to John 10, 10 The thief comes to steal, mm-hmm. to kill, and destroy. And I think that some of that is written in, before he can kill and destroy, he has to steal something mm-hmm. from you. Yeah. And I believe that that's in sequence. And one thing I've seen him try to steal is our relationship with each other mm-hmm. and in turn, our relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And I think we've got to reach this place, like you just said, commonality. I believe what unifies us is stronger mm-hmm. than what divides us. Yeah,
0: I think the only way to overcome what divides us is to walk with what unifies us, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, there are issues in this world. Mm-hmm. And there is racism in this world. Mm-hmm. And there are people that are uh, manipulative and mm-hmm. there's terrorists. And, you know, there's, there's all ranges of different types of people. But at the same time, like, they need Jesus. Sure. They need the lo- Everything can be sure. solved with the love of God. And so we cannot immediately mm. write off every person. Now, there's people and there's things that we might need to keep at a distance. Yeah, for sure. They can't be left in our inner circle and in sure. our, in our, our ears that we hear all the time. But we, we've got to figure out how to walk along people that are
1: hurting just like we were. Yeah, and I think you hit a key there. I think, okay, our focus on what unites us Mm -hmm. instead of focusing on what could possibly divide us. Mm -hmm. What unites us? Well, I love what Tripoli said. He Mm -hmm. was, you know, he's a pastor, family pastor in Atlanta, outside of Atlanta, but he's also a hip-hop artist. Mm -hmm. And I love his music. And I was listening to one of his sermons, and he said this, you know, I can do a concert on a Friday night, hip-hop. And he says, I'll have people there from every walk of life, mm-hmm. people who love Jesus, people who don't know Jesus, uh, every race, every culture will come and will listen. And he's like, through hip hop, I can unite people on a Friday night for a concert. Mm-hmm. But then he said, but through Jesus, I can unite those same people for a lifetime. Mm, that's good. And what he was saying is Jesus is more powerful than hip hop. Amen. Yeah. Jesus is more powerful than politics. Yeah. Jesus is more powerful than... Then these things that could potentially, yes, we may be able to unite over politics, over this policy for an instant, but Mm -hmm. then there's going to be another policy that might divide us. We may be able to unite over this song or this TV show, but all that stuff is temporal. We need to unite around Jesus because that's eternal. Mm -hmm. And the power of Christ is stronger than anything else. And then, So if we look to that, I believe that's what unifies us through our disagreements. Mm That's the unifying factor that allows us to have this relationship even when we disagree. And I feel like there's this misconception really right now in culture that we can't be friends if we disagree. Mm. You know what I mean? We're really quick to write them off or cancel them. If I'm a Democrat and you're a Republican, we can't, we have nothing in common. We have no commonality. We're now enemies. You know, and it's become, and I know that this is a popular phrase, but it's become very tribal. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't belong to my tribe, then you're outcast. Mm -hmm. You know? And and it's become very um, broken down into groups. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I think that's dangerous because we're all God's children. Yeah. And we're all supposed to have fellowship with one another.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just think of like how it talks about just even just the body of Christ to be simple, like how we're all made up of different parts. But even if you go further than that, like he, he made us all different types of skin colors and all mm. different types of personalities and all different types of likes and interests and desires. Sure we're all so uniquely different on
1: purpose for a purpose, yeah. you know,
0: like I, I, th- I don't want us all to be walking around like a bunch of linnings, you know what I mean? Like we're all just a bunch of copies of one another. Like, that, Oh, sure.
1: How boring would that be? And that's not the that, God that we serve right? either.
0: God wants us to use our differences to be strength, mm. to work together rather than against one another.
1: Mm. Uh, to teach each other. To
0: teach each other, to grow with one another, mm-hmm. say like, oh, wow, this can complement me and this can complement you. Mm-hmm. If we were exactly the same all the time, it, it, there would be very little uh, definition mm. in what we could accomplish as a, a people, mm. you know, like God wants us to be very creative and he mm-hmm. wants us to grow and do things together. That was always the plan yeah. was to be together Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, to yeah, yeah. Together and to work together and to love fellowship and be with one another.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that we, we understand that mm-hmm. and having an understanding, going back to that scripture you referenced in the book of Corinthians, where he talks about the body of Christ. We all need each other. Yeah. And the Apostle Paul even says, if everybody was an eye, then how would you smell? Yeah. And everybody was a nose instead of an ear. How would you hear? So we can't all be the same part. Mm-hmm. There is differences, and there are these variations in variety. God loves variety. Look at all the flowers he made. Look at the different birds. Look at the different trees. I mean, he loves variety. Did you know there's a bird that tra-
0: travels 220 miles per hour?
1: Uh, yes, I did. My that's, son taught me that. That's
0: insane. Yeah. A bird that can go 220 miles, just because God can. You know what I mean? Like, just because. Like, why would a bird need to go that fast? I don't know. But just because he can. Like, God is crazy. He likes to make cool stuff. There's
1: no escaping that. (laughs) You know what I mean? If you're like a field mouse and that bird's coming out at 220 (laughs) miles an hour, you are done. What my son was teaching me about that specific bird, they will use that velocity to hit the animal. And that's how they they stun them. Wow. And now they, you know what I mean? Dang. It's just wild. It's crazy. Terminal velocity is 220 miles an hour. If uh-huh. you didn't know that, I did not that's know like that. the max speed that you can go falling out of the sky. Wow. Yeah. So that bird is hitting that edge all the time.
0: <laughs> it's got to have a strong head though. Which I is mean, I wild imagine. if you think about it.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. That's so fast. <laughs> I'm wow. sorry. I didn't mean to derail your thought. No, no, there. no. no I'm not that's sure Where you were. At uh, uh, no, no, no. So like we all we have to uh, you know appreciate these. Uh-huh. I appreciate that you're an eye and I'm an ear. Mm. Yeah. And because you're an eye, you're not more valuable than me because I'm an ear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Our value is consistent. Our value is the same because God made us, you know, that way. He made Cody Cody mm-hmm. and he made Robert Robert because we knew or he knew yeah. that we needed these differences yeah. and we didn't all need to be alike. And so that's a good thing. I think we just have to be careful. And let's go back to something you said, you know, that scripture, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. Mm-hmm. We can't let things—we've got to focus on the uniter instead of the divider. Mm -hmm. Who's the divider? The devil. Yeah. Who's the uniter? Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And we have to be careful that we're listening to the right things. Yeah. You know, we can't be listening to something that's making us want to go into our corner with our little circle. With our armor up and our swords out. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) I feel that's the way it is right now. And maybe not culturally, but at least politically. Yeah. Like the political environment is like, if we don't agree, we're enemies. Yeah. And I'm done with you. We're throwing a riot. <laughs> and yeah. And I'm done with you and you're done with me. And it's just, it's like, man, how, that's no way to live.
0: I think to almost even go back to your original thing, it's like, how do we move forward? Mm. Like, if we were hurt or burned. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We just, we have to be willing to just talk it out. Mm. you know what i mean like I, and i think that that's something that like you're saying is like if we disagree like there, there's no conversation anymore. yeah like right. if i find there's out not. that there's that, not. like yeah. i have this belief and you have this belief or no you're not a belief it's just like i have a, a way that i feel like things should be done and you have a way that feel like we can't talk anymore right because obviously you're a bigot because you you know what i mean like yeah. clearly if you yeah. think this then you're a bigot or whatever like then we can't have a conversation but that's that's a bad way to think about it because yeah. we have to be able to say like, look, we need to talk this out. We need to go over our differences. We need to figure out how we're going to work this out. I mean, it's even with God. It's like there's been times where we have been doing things wrong our entire life. You yeah. know, and God's like, we just need to talk about yeah. this. He's I love, still want to talk to you about I love it. what
1: Christian Bale said. Uh, I don't know if I told you this or I don't know if we've talked about it on a podcast, but Christian Bale said this. If you have a problem with me, come and talk to me. Mm. And he said, if I don't know you well enough for you to come and talk to me, then you don't know me well enough to have a problem with me. Mm. (laughs) I mean, that's true. Basically, he's saying, if you don't know me, then you can't label me as this. Mm. And if you do know me well enough to label me as that, then come talk to me about it. And let's talk it out. Let's not ruin our friendship over something stupid I did or something stupid I said. Come to me and talk about it. And if you don't know me well enough to come to me and talk about it, then you don't know me. Because, I mean, truth be told... People have bad days. True. People have bad True.
0: moments. Now, granted, some of the reactionary behavior that might come out, there could be some deep-seated things that cause that and yeah. provoke that. That but needs to be fixed. That needs to be fixed. Sure. But you don't know if they are trying to work on it. Yeah. You know, maybe they have been trying to, to deal with that issue, but for whatever reason, their flesh got the best of yeah. them in that moment, yeah. and they reacted poorly in a good conversation, a talking to by a fellow believer or a friend, Mm -hmm. or even just someone saying like, look, I care about you enough to, Hey, let's just talk about this. That goes a long
1: way. Yeah. And I think what puts people in their own corners is I think we have to understand part of a conversation is also listening. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to listen to somebody else's perspective. You have to be open-minded and open-hearted to hear What they have to say. Maybe you disagree entirely, but at least give them a chance to explain. Mm -hmm. Give them a chance to listen. I'm so glad, in my ignorance and my stupidity, God never turns a deaf ear towards me. He's always willing to be like, "Come to me. Let's talk this through. Let it out." And then through His compassion and through His love, He always shows me the errors of my way. Yeah. Right now, when you go and talk to somebody, it's not your job to show them the errors of their way. But you know, I feel like through communication at least we can begin to connect mm-hmm. through our humanity. We can begin to connect through, you know, understanding and talking to each other and we can show empathy and we can show compassion and we can we can build each other up instead of tearing each other down.
0: And I think that that is what is vitally needed right now. Mm. Conversation. Yeah. And even sometimes saying like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that there's nothing wrong with saying, I don't know. Sure. You know, like even if Agreed. like, if we disagree on something, and we're like, "Look, I don't know how to get past this, but I want to try," you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to be like, we might yeah, not, we might yeah, not come yeah. to a resolution right now, all right? But that's okay, right? As long as we're both willing to say, like, we'll figure this out. Yep. You know, we're gonna try. Yeah. We don't know what it looks like right now, but let's, let's make efforts to figure this out. Yeah. And, and I think that that's where people feel like they've got to be right. Yeah. They have uh, to. They have to be yeah. right, and they have to be the one with all the facts. They right. have to be the one with all the information, and if they're not, they're gonna pretend they're right anyway, right. you know what I mean? Which
1: is scriptural. The Bible says every man is right in his own mind, yeah. and we have to get rid of that. Yeah, You have to You have to stop thinking, I'm always right. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you can learn anything when you feel like you're always right. Always be teachable. Yes. I asked a, a well-known minister that one time. I had to pick him up from the airport, and I said, as a young minister, if you can teach me one thing, what would it be? And he said, always be teachable. Mm. He's like, never stop learning. Yeah. And that spoke to me. It's like, I okay, so I'm never you know, should have this mentality. I'm always right. Cause I know everything. Cause that's just ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't always be right because I don't always know everything. Mm-hmm. So it's impossible for me yeah. to always be right. Cause I simply don't know everything. Yeah. Um, and so I think we have to be careful now go back to the video. I think there's challenges, mm-hmm. right? He's going to have some anxiety of getting back on that. Cause he knows what can happen. He's going to have some fear because he knows what can happen. He's going to maybe have some remembrance of pain because he remembers what did happen, but he has to push through Mm -hmm. those obstacles to get to the reward of doing what he enjoys. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same in the truth. If you've been hurt in church, or you've been hurt by relationships with people in church, I think we have to, even though those things are very real and they speak very loud to us, We've got to find a way to push through and overcome Mm. that so we don't miss out on what God has designed to help us. Yeah.
0: Um, I think I said last week, like, Kyan and I were doing this little uh, Bible reading thing together, and one of the things that came out of it that kind of just—I don't really remember the specifics because there's, like, an Old Testament thing in, like, one of the Chronicles, and there was, like, this king that was like, don't worry about the armies that are out there. Like, we we, we already know the victory is ours. Right. And he's like, when you get out there— just stand there Mm. and know that your God will win. And that's Mm. what happened. And I don't remember the specifics because sometimes Old Testament just gets very foggy for me. Sure. (laughs) So, um, but like one of the things that kind of got brought out of it is like with pain, and and suffering and the things that sometimes we experience you can almost use those as reminders that the victory is coming Mm. like you might feel those real things now in this moment but they if you choose to use them as a reminder of the battle's already won yeah it's already forthcoming you might feel it for this moment but it's not going to be forever it's a momentary thing that you say i feel it in this moment but i'm giving it to god yeah and he's going to get me through this amen you know like i feel like it's about i think we said last week too it's about a perspective thing of being able to take a step back and say you know what i'm gonna get through this because god's got me through it before yeah, you know yeah.
1: he's, he's always going to get me through it and that's a very good point if you're struggling with somebody or something give it to god mm-hmm. you know okay you know i'm having this issue i'm bringing it because that's what they did mm-hmm. in chronicles they brought it before the lord yeah. and he said i've given the battle's not yours it's mine yeah and I've given you the victory. Mm-hmm. And I think having that perspective changed everything because yeah. now they could go out there on the battlefield with confidence, mm-hmm. and you know we don't even need to do what right. people would think is the answer. Right. We just need to do what God said, yeah. and then we're going to have victory. And so I think a lot of times in our frustration we just walk away mm-hmm. when really we need to bring it to Him so He can begin to perfect all those things that concern us, and He can begin to work all things out for our good, but He can only do that if, it, if, if we bring it to Him. What I taught on last night, And uh, I think after this, I'll be done if you want. But I I think it all starts here, too. Knowing how much God loves you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's connected you to a place and to a people because he loves you. Mm -hmm. So don't let anything or anyone separate you from that. Yeah. Because you're going to miss out on something vital that God has for you. Mm -hmm. And you said, you know, knowing you always have the victory... I told the students last night, it was really powerful. I've never said it this way before. But the reason I know in all things I have victory, mm-hmm. the reason I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, the reason I know I'm going to overcome is rooted and based in this one truth, He loves me. Mm-hmm. And if I can get a revelation of how much God loves me, then there's no obstacle too big because mm-hmm. He's on my side. Yeah, With God before me, who can be against me? how do I know that? Because yeah. he loves me. Yeah. And since he loves me, Hebrews is true. He'll never forsake me nor abandon me. And if I've got the creator of the universe, I mean, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> the most powerful being in the universe on my side, yeah. what do I have to fear? Right? What do I have to be afraid of? What do I have to worry about? Now, I can't stop all those emotions from coming, sure, and absolutely. they do, and I, but I have to respond correctly mm-hmm. to those. And so I think, you know, I'm just talking to somebody right now. If you've had a tough couple years, with the institution of church, mm-hmm. where you've had a tough couple years with Christians, understand God loves you. Mm-hmm. And he's created this stuff to help us. Yeah. So don't let the de- devil steal us away from God's design. Yeah. Don't let the devil steal us away from his purposes and, and what we're supposed to be pursuing in him. Because once we do, now we've opened up the devil's door to steal, to kill, and destroy. And we got to keep that shut. Yeah. And The way we keep that shut is by trusting in the one who loves us. Right. You keep, know,
0: keep guard over your relationship with God. Keep guard over the plan of God for your life. Keep guard over the blessings that God has placed in your life. Like you're saying, like, don't let the devil steal those yeah. things. Um, hold them high value. Yeah. Hold them close to the chest. Those are the things that should be um, off the table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like when it comes to like, I'm willing to to do anything and everything, but those things I won't change. You know Mm. what I mean? Like the things that God has entrusted you with and the things that God has bestowed you with and the the relationship he has with you, those things should be held very tightly and very near and dear to your heart.
1: I remember Moses when, you know, God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, Mm -hmm. and he did all these miracles, right? He protected them from the plagues. He protected them from the death angel and their firstborn stayed alive. He brought them through the Red Sea. The Bible says brought them out with gold and silver and unsick or feeble among among them. And then they're out here on the backside of the desert, on the other side of the Red Sea, and Moses is like, I got to go up and spend some time with God. And when he comes back down, they've melted all their gold. They've built (laughs) golden statues, and they're now worshiping these idols instead of worshiping God how quickly they forgot how good he is. But I love how Moses just didn't give up. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, okay, this is God's plan. Even though I'm really frustrated with you people because you're being really stupid, you know, (laughs) I'm frustrated and I'm mad and I'm angry because you guys are just making this very difficult. He didn't walk away. Yeah. He went back up onto the mountain and said, "Okay, help me." Need a me, few Lord. more minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did what we're suggesting that we should do. Yeah. Go, he went back to God, <laughs> said, and I love God's, you know, patience because Moses was like, "Kill them all," and God's like, Yeah, no, those all. are my people, right?" And and he worked through it though mm-hmm. with God. Yeah, he worked through it, and then he came back down with the Ten Commandments, and he's like, "This is what we need to do. You don't do this. You don't do this. This is what you do. Yada 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 yada." And he laid it out before him, yeah. but he didn't give in the hardship. He didn't give up on the plan. Mm. And I think that's where we are now, in the hardship or even on the other side of the hardship, like that guy on the mountain bike. Yeah. After that, you can't give up. Yeah. You got to get back in the saddle and you got to say, okay, this hurt. This was painful. Maybe a traumatic experience. I'm not negating or belittling any of that. Yeah. But at some point in time, we've got to pick ourselves back up and say, okay, I'm getting back in the saddle. Right. Let's move forward into the goodness of God and what he has right. for us. go
0: through, Lead me through the valley, the shadow mm, of death. You know, like, yes. you're going to go through it. Everything yeah, that you're don't going get stuck through, there. Yeah, everything that you go through is just an opportunity to show how big your God is. Yeah, You know, like Amen. all your frustrations, yeah, yeah, yeah. all your fears, all the circumstances, everything that might literally be coming against you is just an opportunity for God to show himself as
1: a faithful, Amen. loving God. Amen, I love that. Mm-hmm. And Rachel and I say that all the time. Yeah. This is just another opportunity for God to show himself faithful to us, for us to believe Leave God to trust in the one who loves us and watch him work miracles. Because he will. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I told that to the students last night. I was like, you need, oh, once you open yourself, God has made a promise that he's going to be faithful to you, that he's going to do this, that he's going to do that. But it's only until we give him access that he could be faithful to his promise. Mm. And so give God access. And when you give him access, then you'll see him be faithful to his promise because he will always be faithful. Yeah. But if we put ourselves on an island and seclude ourselves, then we can't see the faithfulness of God. Mm. And so, you know, just open ourselves up. And once we open ourselves up, man, he'll show himself strong because he loves to do that for the believer. He loves to show off. So
0: get back up on that mountain bike today. Get in the saddle. Don't worry about that tree you hit yesterday or that rock that made you fall. Just get back on the mountain bike and do what you love to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Because God called you to ride that mountain bike, friend. Yeah. Don't stop riding that bike. <laughs> yeah, you, you guy, I'm talking to you on Instagram. Get back on that as bike. As always, you're welcome to come on the show as a guest on the Good Talk.
1: <laughs> we want to give you a formal invitation, whatever your name is. We can is. have like Random a play by play moment of like, what was going through your mind in this exact moment? Oh, my gosh. We'll it do looks a like two seconds video. here, but
0: I know in your moment, it was two minutes of slow like forever. motion. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Sometimes yeah. when you have those things, it's like it feels like slow motion. You're like, this is not going to end well. <laughs>
1: I I wonder what the brain is doing in that moment, like how it slows down time. I don't know. (laughs) I remember one time we tied a – it snowed, and, you know, my brother had this bright idea. We're going to tie a tube behind the truck, and I'm going to pull you. And uh, he came around this corner, and I saw a rock coming, and I knew (laughs) I either jump off the tube or I hit the rock. And even though it happened lightning quick because he's pulling me, it happened lightning quick. It seemed like the longest <laughs> time. And so uh, I wrote it out and I hit the rock and I went to the hospital. <laughs> I got stitches in my knee that night. You've gone to the hospital a lot. (laughs) I really have. (laughs) But you're still here. (laughs) You're still here. I'm still standing. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I'm I'm pieced together. I had stitches here. I got stitches here. I had stitches here. I mean, uh, uh, a testament mm. of the faithfulness of Uh, God, people. God (laughs) made you durable. (laughs) Never question your durability. You can go through things and come out stronger. Amen.
0: All right. We love you guys so much. We're going to see you guys on the next Good Talk Conversation. If you got a topic submission or a culturally relevant thing that you want to hear our thoughts about, be sure to submit that on cwl.org slash ablaze podcast. Or you can just text us or DMs or all that jazz. All right. <gasps> Bye.